Dope Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions, gay to Erica, woke discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live, they do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. It's gay to beat it, baby. Make state to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the vibe, baby, spark to jokes. And we gon' bring you that dope. Come talk with Erica, man, talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. Now, this segment is brought to you by Maps Media, the next best podcast competition. Now, this is an elimination podcast competition that will crown the audience's favorite podcast. So please make sure you follow us at author Erica Warren's Facebook page and also on our social media platforms, me, Gator Live, underscore down five, and Erica, E underscore class 100. All right, so you got our numbers, you got our, our information. Make sure that you follow us on social media so you can vote for our segment starting Monday. So we look forward to having y'all vote. So what are we getting into on this one, Erica? All right, <laughs> let's talk about the buzzword of <laughs> the week. Entanglements. <laughs> Entanglements, you know what? It's, it's more than a buzzword now because apparently this week, Mr. August Alcina decided he wanted to take it a step further. So now we're not just talking about entanglements, now we're singing about entanglements. Yes. So this past week, he and the king of petty, Rick Ross, decided they wanted to drop <laughs> a single called entanglements where he literally goes through the relationship dropping code words and everything uh, that he had with jada um this is a pretty staunch reply to that red table talk that jada and will had just last week yes i love it entanglements is when you tangle in the sheets is when you think it and the wordplay, man, Rick Ross is a beast with the wordplay. Yes, of course, the king of petty. You know, yeah. <laughs> going like what, what? You know, I mean. So I, I that and you, you mentioned the word petty, and that's the big thing with me. Like when I heard the song, the first thing I thought in my head was, well, the first thing I thought was Will ain't gonna like this, but then the <laughs> second thing I thought was this is kind of like a new level of petty. This reminds me of the old hip hop battles back in the day when yeah. somebody you know, made a diss track and somebody came back and replied with another diss track. Only, I guess they looked at the Red Table Talk as its own separate diss track, you know? Uh, and, and August took that to heart, apparently, mm -hmm. and, and sung his, 
his beautiful voice, <laughs> you know, about this particular song. He used his voice to really just speak on matters of the heart. And yeah. of course, Rick Ross was going to co-sign it. And see, the thing with it is, a lot of people are upset and they're saying that August is being messy. He being petty and he should let it go. And he should have been, he should have kept his mouth closed. And I feel like when he first came out, when he spoke with Angela Yee, it wasn't no pettiness involved. He was actually being very loving towards like, he didn't want to say nothing bad about Jada. He didn't want to say nothing bad about Will. He just wanted to air out what that situation was mm -hmm. and how it had affected him. And he even said it started affecting my business and people were not giving me deals. They were cutting off my money because yeah. they were labeling me as a home wrecker. Like I purposely went in there to break up their marriage. So he said, I want to clear my name and clear the air. So yeah. everybody got upset with him for saying what he said. It's his right to say it. And I felt like it was a slap in the face when they came to the red table talk. They really made a joke about it. And they were like bad marriage for life and, you know, high fiving each other. And she talking about, um, I got into an entanglement. And <laughs> I'm like, oh. That, so, that it was, and so when he came with the song, I was like, Yeah, yeah, tell it. Tell it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, though. Yeah, that's true. That is very much true. Now, my, my thought, though, is that you know, of course, they were gonna make a joke about it because I think that their perception of what was going on, because August admitted, Will knew somewhat of what yeah. was happening you know their perception of what this was was different than his perception of what this was and maybe initially when he got into it he was like oh okay well you know i i, I know what it is but then when jada put that 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 thundercat in the yeah. game <laughs> he was like oh well wait a minute now, oh, I'm seeing stars and roses, and oh, now I know what Morpheus saw in the Matrix. Hmm. And he said, <laughs> you know what I'm he said, if I die today, right? That's you know how you know how good it gotta be for me to sit back and say, you know what? If I die today, at least I can I can die with a with a with a, I can feel accomplished. You know, mm -hmm. if I pass today knowing that I slept with this woman right here, yeah, it's mm -hmm. gotta be good. That's that's past good. That's mm -hmm. gotta be some, you know what? I, I can never see myself getting it to a point where I'm like, you know what, if I die today, <laughs> <laughs> I can die a happy man, because at least I know I did that one time in my life. That's gotta be special, you know. Yeah. And that maybe maybe that's why Will decided to let Jada do whatever she wanted to do. Jada is a succubus, number one. We, uh -huh. We've already discussed that. Yeah. But Will is the type of person to sit back and say, you know what? Maybe maybe he was August Alcina years ago. Mm -hmm. When, when Jay oh, yeah. put on him and he, he starts seeing starships and rockets. Right. So so Will said, you know what? When Jada said, you know, I think I think I want us to have an open marriage. Whatever you want, Jada. I mean, because he, he just wanted to keep seeing them starships. Yeah, you know? so but I do I think, think 
I think he got to a point where he was sick of her stuff. He really, when he said it at the table, that, that was really, I like yeah. Will. I like Will. I, and I, I feel too. like him getting with her changed him. Yeah, it he's did. Been, he's been trying to bring whatever whatever demons she's dealing with, he's been trying to help her cope with them and deal with them. But right. it's really starting to affect him. Yeah, okay? he did it. You know, I mean, I love the song, you know, in that, in, in that vein. The only thing is I'm waiting on Will Smith to drop that diss track. He got to come back. Mm -hmm. He, he traded for it. He just oh. had that song with, with Jordan Lucas that Like Me song or Like Will song. See, Will he was spitting words. Will, yeah, that song is good. Now, Will is a good rapper. But he is not gonna come hard enough. He, I, he, I he Ross is Ross, <laughs> Ross in another genre. He in another he, category. He is, but look, look, look. Will Smith did brand new funk. Will Smith yeah, did brand new funk. But they Will just Smith did the iconic summer song. They're two <laughs> different kinds. Like Ross is gutter. Ross is on the he he in the mud. Will ain't never that's been true. in the mud. That's that's true. But I that's that, and I think that's what would make it so awesome. What would happen if Anakin Skywalker turned into Darth Vader? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if Will just said, "You know what? I'm tired of being a nice guy." You know what I'm saying? And he just uh, get on the track and he just lace a track, like you know. And, I, he, I, and, I'm and, and you know what we gonna get? Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get something corny like that. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? And then no, I, I, look, I, I can see in my mind Will just getting in there, just lacing stuff, going off on Jada, going off on there. And at the end, he just say, F2 Pop 2. You know what I'm saying? And boom, no, and drop the mic. Getting jiggy with it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> see, he, he can't be hard. No, it's not the <laughs> I just, you know what? I, you know what? I believe you on that and I agree with you, but. I'm just saying, if Will wants to turn to the dark side, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. To be continued. Right. <laughs> I might actually just start. Oops, gushes, get it. Eric, oops, gushes. <laughs> you want to do an acapella? <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to get you that door. Hello. Uh, 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 look, look, look. We live, we live. We Hello, live. viewers. Hello, <laughs> listeners. It's Erica and Gator. We're back with another dope discussion. How y'all doing today? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. How y'all doing out there, podcast world? Thanks for the Pod Squad <laughs> for tuning in, and thank you for everybody around the world for joining us. You could be anywhere else in the world tonight, but you're here with us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got a great show for y'all today. We have some awesome ladies who are coming into the Dope Discussion Studio to share um, some great news about their new book that's newly released. It's called Unbroken My Past Didn't Break Me. And they're sharing their true testimonies about domestic violence and how they were able to able to overcome those situations 
and come out stronger and better and wiser and share those inspirational stories with other women who might find themselves in that situation currently to let them know you're not alone and you can always get out of those situations. So I'm very excited to have those ladies here. And I'm even more excited that they're all local ladies. They're all from Louisiana, Hammond, Independent. Yeah. They're, they're scattered all over the place now, but that's where their home is originated from. So I'm excited about that. Um, before we get into the show and before we bring the ladies out, we want to make an announcement. At the end of the show, we're going to be giving away some free stuff. Free stuff. Free stuff. Everybody <laughs> likes free stuff. Yes. Free 99. So Free 99. So we're going to be giving away some dope discussion swag. If you want a dope discussions t-shirt, if you want to be in the drawing for the t-shirt, if you're watching right now, we want you to comment, put your comments up the number one in the comments. That's for Ooh, you yeah. to be entered into the drawing for the dope discussion shirt. We're going to draw the winner live on the show. At yes, the end, yes. so you'll get to see us draw the name. You'll know that we are doing this live, and then we'll get your information if you are the winner, and we will ship your shirt out. You can choose white or black. Um, or this is ox blood. This is <laughs> ox blood black. Look at this. Oh, oh, look at that. That is. You know what? I thought it was. And black. I have on the black. I have on the black yeah. one. Yeah, and I like the black too. But see, this Osplah, it's just a difference. It's a difference about it. It's that color. It just got this. This you feel regal when you walk around. <laughs> it looked it like a burgundy regal. to me. It does, and that's why when I said when it said black, I was like, "This is black." Okay, wait a minute. Um, maybe they messed and up. But then I saw it and it said Oxblood black. I'm like, oh. Got and it. in my mind, I'm thinking oxblood black must mean black, 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 <laughs> like, black. Like you gotta be blackity black. Oxblood <laughs> black, black gotta be blackity black, black. <laughs> this so gotta we got be one <laughs> We got one comment. We got Miss Missy Anthony, and that's my hometown girl from Franklinton, Louisiana. Uh, one of my schoolmates. So oh, Miss. Okay. Missy Anthony, her name goes in the drawing for the T-shirt. Right, I got her. I got you down. Look, I'm um, doing this all analog. <laughs> Writing it down as we go. I got you, Missy. Right. Okay, let me share. Hold on. I wasn't able to. Um, let me do this. Okay. So we're good. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're ready. Y'all go ahead and comment. Like I said, oh, 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 tell them about the number two. If okay. They comment number two. Yes. All right. And four, if you're gonna pull put the put the cup up to the to your camera. Number two. We're also doing the drawing for the Dope Discussions mug. So you get to see those pretty purple lips on your coffee cup or your tea. We right, or your, your tea. tea. <laughs> or like, like last night with me or your Ciroc. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> so anything, any beverage you decide to enter into this cup, it will still be dope. So yeah. So, so if you want to be entered into the drawing for the cup, comment number two. Number two. Yes. And let me say, these cups are pretty awesome, too. I really do like it. They hold heat pretty well. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. So, I would go for number two person. Although I like the dope discussion shirt. <laughs> it's always Look, good to start your morning. Our guests backstage want to put her come in. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, I see that number two. <laughs> I'm telling you, look, you know, look, better black than spoken. Okay. <laughs> put her name in there. She. she oh yeah, I got it. I got All you. Right. So we're about to bring out our awesome ladies. I'm excited. Our first lady, we're bringing out Miss Chastity Jackson Watkins. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey CJ. Hey. <laughs> hey, girl. How you doing? Look, I'm just trying to make it, girl. Just trying to make <laughs> it with this COVID. Mm. I know, right? So what's it? Yeah. They're, they're, are they cracking back down over there in Texas? Yeah, they. Um, you can't go to any bars. Uh, casinos are like um, every other machine. You have to have your mask on everywhere you go. The numbers still rising, you know. Mm -hmm. same, same old, same as old. Louisiana. Because Texas, Louisiana, I think they're about the, uh, about the same as far as the rising numbers. Right, right. Nobody wants to wear a mask. Mm. And oh, and yeah. we had that discussion yesterday. <laughs> now, the only thing I, you know, I don't like it. I would prefer not. I don't to, like it, but I'm mm -hmm. going to do it because we need to do it. Right. It's yeah. not a point of somebody trying to take your away. It's just right. that I'm trying to keep you safe from me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And it should it should be something where, you know, we as people try to look out for our fellow man. Unfortunately, we have to legislate these things because not everybody is as community minded as we mm -hmm. are, <laughs> you know. And, and I hate don't that. Don't yeah. Some of them just don't care. Like folks, white folks, all kinds of folks. They, <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. So welcome to Dope Discussions. Okay. And we, we have you here to talk about your new book. I'm excited. I got I read it and it was so awesome. When I got to the end of it, I was like, that's it. I I, I want to read some more. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was yeah. good. When it got to the end, I was like, oh, I wanted some more. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah we yes. try to, you know, give the ladies a chance to come out with their autobiographies, have you lingering on just a little bit. Yeah, give you a sample. Yeah, right. yeah, just right. a little hey, sample. Look, look I, even I was into it. I started, look, I was following the twists and turns. It's like, oh, I know she ain't going to go back to him. Mm -mm. 
No. no. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Got it. Okay. All right. Got it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, we can laugh about it now, but right. it, it's it's really a serious thing. And I'm so proud of you ladies for coming out and telling mm. your stories because that's going to help a whole lot of other women um, who feel like they cannot get out of this kind of situation. So I want to show the people what the book looks like because I really want them to go out and get this book. It's called Unbroken. My past didn't break me and it's out now. I want you ladies to leave me your information so that um, we can direct people on how to purchase it um, from y'all. Um, I know it's available on Amazon, but if you purchase it directly from the ladies, you can get you an autographed copy. And that's mm. always best. Yes. That's always best. Yeah. So that's the beautiful cover there. So Chastity, tell us about this project. What what made you want to do it? And, you know, what went into the planning of it? Um, well, I um, recently helped co-author a book, um, Dear Young Men, uh, with you guys. And um, also with Alandria and some other ladies and just coming mm -hmm. out in that book, um, telling my story to, you know, the world and letting everybody know um, that I was first in a domestic violence situation because a lot of people didn't know that um, I hit it very well. And so just the positive uh, feedback that I received um, from that book and women's um, inboxing me and speaking out, it made me want to, you know, come up with this project, find some really brave ladies, because a lot of ladies came forward and wanted to do it. But when it came time to, um, you know, really telling people what happened, everybody is not so uh, forthcoming, you know, to say like, hey, I was in a toxic relationship or your boyfriend used to slam me into the wall. Like, you know, they right. may not want you you to know that from the fear of you know what that person you know could retaliate again now or whatever reason but these particular ladies are very special to me i'm so happy that they um joined me with this um it has been so amazing you know the feedback that we're getting from it so i'm glad that we were able to tell our stories to help somebody else exactly so kind of take us like from the beginning, this is, I've been in emotionally, mentally abusive relationship, not necessarily physical abuse. So kind of take mm -hmm. me to the, do you remember the very first time that he ever like physically punched you, hit you or something like that? Take me to that moment and what went through your mind? Well, let's see. Um, it was a lot of moments because in my fortune and multiple um toxic relationships doing multiple things. So I um one that I did speak about, um, and I was young, I was like 18 years old, you know. When you're 18, you don't really have a fully developed grown up mind you're still semi you adult to the world but 
still a child, you know? So I'm mm. in this relationship. Um, I'm confusing uh, concern with uh, possessiveness because it was more where you at, who you at, what you doing, what time you getting back. You said you was coming here at this time. You know, that's real emotional and could really, you know, weigh down on a person always having to ask questions. And I thought that I guess I just felt like he, you know, just wanted to know where I was, just, you know, maybe just wanted to me to be around him all the time, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But the night in question was when we were going out to a party. Um, he didn't like what I had on. So he decided to take his drink, pour it on my shirt, grab me by the shirt cuss me out, you know, and tell me I'm not going any up and wear. You know, you're not wearing tonight. Who told you you was going out with your blank, blank friends? Wow. You know, I'm standing here in front of all my friends. <laughs> in front of all my friends. And I'm like, hard on me, you know. So I'm just like, let me retreat and take myself upstairs. <laughs> but, you know, I still changed and I still went out. But it didn't even matter because he stopped me at the club. He found me where I was, came and stopped me from dancing on the dance floor. You know, jerk, you know how somebody grabbed you right here by the back of your head? Mm -hmm. He was grabbing me, squeezing me by the back of my neck. And the only thing I could think about is I can't beat him up. Right. Like, I, I can't I cannot beat him up. So it's either I'm going to try to fight him and he's six, what, six, five standing over me. I'm five, five. Oh, so I'm going to just go ahead and, and leave. Sometimes you yeah. men retreat and just, just go because, you know, they're like, you know, why do you keep, you know, oh, dang, is she going to take him back? Is she going to take him back again? Yeah. Um, and most times the statistics do say that it really does take a woman in those situations like nine times before they actually leave. Because I didn't know. I was like, well, he really loved me. Maybe I can change him. And that's where I always went wrong, thinking that I can change somebody. You can't. Mm -hmm. They have to be willing to change themselves. Right, 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 right. Now, one of the things that I, I gathered from that story um, was your friends were there when he threw the drink or whatever. What was the conversation like with your friends? Well, after they, were going, they, they, were going they were going off, you know, they was real. They were really upset. You know, they told me that I need to leave him alone. You know, he's no good for you. He's too jealous. You know, they they told me, mm -hmm. but I didn't listen. Mm. Yeah. All right. So did that mean they reached out to you kind of like, hey, you need to leave him or, you know, I know sometimes, you know, in, in our community we have, especially in the black community in the South, you know, we have this 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 mentality about, you know, I think we, we covered this before, Erica, a piece of man is better than no man at all. You know, and a lot of times <laughs> your friends end up, you know, saying, okay, you know, well, I mean, give them another chance or whatever. But it sounds like they were completely against you staying with them after that. Yes. Um, for those set of friends, yes. Um, the very 
very last really to uh, pack up all of my things um, from Independence, Louisiana and move to Dallas, Texas um, was a relationship that was far more um, physical than any that I've experienced because to me it kind of like escalated. So, you know, as 18, I had a mild-tempered boyfriend. Then I would pick somebody else that was just a little more ramped up than he was. Mm -hmm. And then the, the last person mm -hmm. that really down was the one that was, like, physically hurting me and terrorizing me. Right. And wow. my friends then, you know... It was just more so, you know, my boyfriend's doing it to me, too. So it was normalized. And when I would talk to them, you know, we get child. This like the blind leading the blind. I'm trying to give right. you uh, comfort and, you know, saying uh, uh, whatever. But number one, support ourselves financially because nine times out of ten, I'm depending on the uh, uh, guy that's paying my bills or doing whatever. So it's it's a lot of things that tie into it. It's just, it's really not black and white. Right. Right. I, I, you know, it's just, I, I, I want women, young women to understand what the mindset is because it's easy for us it's easy for people on the outside looking in to just say, if I was you, I would have been gone. You don't deserve that. Why are you still putting up with that? You know, you need to just leave. But many times we're a prisoner in our own head. And we've yeah. already told ourselves, I can't do any better than this. And, you know, he's a good person. He just makes mistakes sometimes and if i just stick it out with him he'll get better and you know if he realize you know that he can lose me you know and it's it's just the mindset of a young broken woman who doesn't see her own worth from the beginning yeah. right right from the beginning, from the beginning, because, you know, you, in order to, you know, receive love, you have to be, you know, able to give love. And in order to be able to give love, you have to love yourself. And if you don't love yourself, if you have not gotten to know yourself, because a lot of times um, we hide behind after Alcohol. We hide behind hide behind sex. We hide behind you know many things without mm -hmm. looking in the mirror at ourselves every day. We're always trying to replace a feeling. But um, I think for me, it took me to move away from the entire environment from everyone because I didn't even want to see that person when I went to Piggly Wiggly or if I went to the post office. And it's important to have an exit plan because you can't just get up and leave. You right. know, I waited till I got my income tax. I transferred my section to Dallas there. You know, I used my income tax for my moving truck, for my movers. But you have to have a plan. 
and you have to have people to support you and your plan to help you get out. Right. Right. So I want to bring on one of the, I want to bring on the next lady out. I'm going to keep you out here, Chastity, while we um, bring out um, Qana Smith, because her story was also very, whew. Yes. Mm, That's all I can say, Jeff. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, my favorite saying is, thank God I don't look like what I've been through. Mm -hmm. And that uh-huh. just it gets it keeps getting proven over and over when I hear other women's story because you see the end result, but you don't un, you don't know what they went through, and it's just amazing right. to see people who are still have they still are good people, they still have a good heart, they still love people, and to be going through that and to you know have almost had your spirit broken down. And you still made it out. What mm-hmm. you do for other women by sharing your story is nothing short of amazing. So yeah. let's bring out Miss Qana Smith. <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey. hey. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? Good. Oh, complaining. Yes. <laughs> I well, thank welcome. you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Hey. Make sure I was available. Yeah. Tell us about your story in the book and what made you want to, you know, share your testimony with the world. Um, I shared with Chastity early on and it was kind of like when, you know, sometimes something would present itself and it's like, wait a minute, this is the time because I once, I mean, it was about a year ago, year or two ago. Um, it was like domestic awareness month. And somebody had challenged me to just write a, uh, a brief, you know, if you wanted to share your story to inspire somebody. And so I kind of mm-hmm. gave a brief synopsis of kind of what I went through. And I got backlash from the family. His family. Oh. Because oh. he was in jail. <laughs> but okay. his mom and sister, and they all sent me messages and called me and attacked me and all this kind of stuff. As though... You know, in their mind, it was like, oh, none of that ever happened. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> now, I know I'm not crazy. And I right. can go pull. So I had to go to my closet and pull out my file. Right. File this thing. So wow. we just got about all these police reports, court papers, uh, restraining art. Like, so none of this happened. But they wow. were always in favor. Oh, yeah, they told me they were going to sue me for uh, deprivation of character. I'm wow. like, well, he's in jail. He don't even care. So it's like, what? you know, so I went through I went through a big ordeal with them. And that kind of, you know, was like, you know, you're not going to make me be quiet about what happened to me. Right. So right. when Chase asked me to do this, I was like, okay, I can do this. I can share my story. Because a certain few select people kind of know, you know, what I've dealt with. I try to yeah. always keep it kind of quiet. Not quiet, but like what Chastity was saying is you, you try to downplay it because you don't want to be embarrassed by it. That was yeah. more of my thing. I didn't want to be embarrassed. So um, with me, I was young. I met him. I went to school with him, but I didn't really know him, know him. So when we did start dating, and we dated for like a year, and I ended up 
you know, being a teenage mom. And when I graduated from school, I said, okay, well, we're going to move in together and we're going to be happily ever after. Well, stuff slowly started coming out. And I'm like, well, wait, this is a totally different person. And even Mm. in the book I share, you know, like the first time, you know, that he put his hands on me, I was asleep. Mm, yes. Wow. Sleep. Similar like Chastity, my b- friend's birthday, best friend's birthday. We're going to go out. He wasn't too happy about that. You know, oh no. He, the jealousy stuff had already kind of started seeping out. But then that was like, he just, no, you're not going out. And then we finally agreed. Well, I'll come home early. But I couldn't come home early because I rolled with my friend. They yeah. weren't ready to go. Now I'm finna ruin their night. they like, oh, Kim, you don't let Shemaine tell you what to do. And that, that, that. So, yeah, I was in my sleep when he hit me the first half. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. You you came yeah. in, you went to sleep, and bam. 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 And it, that would be the thing with him. It would be, it just started getting worse and escalated. And, and I left, I would leave, and mm-hmm. he would be right there with the U-Haul pool. Mm-hmm. You know, outside, like, uh, what's his name? Um... I turn. Go get, go get your stuff. <laughs> yes. Go get your stuff and let's go. And my mom, they got tired of that. They were like, you know, and I remember the last time, you know, she was like, she took my house key from her. I, she wasn't watching my kids no more while I go to school. Like, she completely, she said, this is what you're going to keep dealing with? I'm shutting yes. you off. Yeah. So, yeah, I lost friends. I lost relationships, you know, time and relationships with people I've been friends with for years. My my mom, you know, she was upset with me. So you 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 know, he was able to manipulate me out of those situations, and yeah. that's what they do. They like to isolate you. Yes. Don't want you. Oh, it, oh, all your friends want me. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> yep. I, I was literally just about to say that because I <laughs> and I asked the same question with with Chastity. You know, what was your circle like at that time? Like, you know, oh, my friends, was, oh, they were right or die. They were gonna go shoot them up. They didn't. They didn't roll. They didn't roll to go beat them up. Everything. <laughs> they were right or die friends, but I just couldn't. Yeah. See. I couldn't. Yeah. See, you know. And after a while, my friends was like. You know, we ain't gonna come bust windows and stuff for you if you keep going back. You know, make sense. You know, so I get that. I get that. I get that. And my friend, my best friend, actually, when I was doing the book and I was talking to her, and she started bringing up stuff. You don't remember this? And I'm like, girl, I don't remember none of it because I hadn't even realized how much I had stored away and didn't. I was. I was like, oh my God, I don't remember any of that. She's like, how can wow. you forget that? Because I don't want to remember it. Yes. Who wants to remember all that? Who wants to remember all that? You know, but when I left, when I finally did leave, I was um, I was probably about five, six months pregnant with my second child. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking in my mind, oh, you know, I'm pregnant. You can't possibly keep doing this. It was even worse. It was even worse. You know, and, and having to it was to the point, and me and Chad talked about that, you know, he would lock me in the house. Like, he would literally, you ain't going nowhere. Ain't no, it, nobody leaving. Yeah. So I would have to wait till he fall asleep or go in the bathroom, ease by the window, unlock one lock, go sit back down, eat, until I was able to get the window open with my baby. And I'm pregnant, out the window wow. to go run to a neighbor. My neighbors were so tired of me, you know. Wow. And you know, taking me in like I'm a fugitive or something. It was yeah. just, 
that last time and I got through that window with my child and I walked from Crapazana Road, Erica, mm-hmm. all the way to Walmart. I, I don't wow. know what made me do it, but I was like, I'm not going back. And when I left, he wanted to argue about everything. I say, you can have it all. I don't want yeah. yeah, you know. And that was just the abuse, but it was so much more even after I left that I had to deal with, mm-hmm. with yeah. him. And like Chase say, you know, you want to leave and you don't want to see that person. I saw him last night. I don't see wow. him that often, but I, I saw him last night and it's just like, hey, hey, you know. So y'all thing. have to, y'all have to co-parent. No, we don't co-parent nothing. Y'all don't? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think that was, I think that's probably been the hardest thing is, you know, the restraining relationship my boys have with him because yeah. I had to literally restraining orders. I went to spouse abuse. They put me up in the apartment. He found me again. It was wow. just another. That was after I left. It was just nonstop. So it was. It was to the point I just made no contact. Like I'd rather have no contact with you yeah. and have my peace. It was. It was. Yeah. The, it was the, the thing of peace with him. You know, he didn't want to do it, but then. You know, drugs played a big part with him. It got worse, in in and out of jail all the time. So it wasn't that I, you know, didn't try to ever co-parent or, you know, let him be involved. You didn't let yourself be involved. Right. Exactly. So now you're upset with the reaction because now my boys are older, 22 and 17. So, you know, they old enough to make their own decision. I don't never tell them, you know, but mm -mm, I say, you know, I'm not going to bring another child out here and you know let him witness this like my oldest one did he witnessed a lot of it when he was young yeah and i don't i didn't want him to see that you know but other than that you know i was so able how to does that, once you go through tra- a traumatic experience like that how does that affect you going forward whenever you want to get in a new relationship does it it's been, does, it's been a problem it, yeah it's been a, now, now, now. Say this: that was the first and only abusive relationship I had. Okay. Because I'll never let nobody do that again. Mm, but yeah. I was young and I had to learn. But as far as me with relationships with men, it wasn't until probably the last couple of years that I realized that there's a pattern there, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was like, why do I keep attracting people that I'm always trying to nurture? Yes. And, and fix. and fix and it's yep. like oh I'm not gonna do that so it's, it's it's been kind of tough and then sometimes i think sometimes men feel like because she's so independent mm-hmm. you know she don't need no she don't need me she don't need no help i don't know it's just been weird with dealing with relationships and yeah. I, I but i'm i'm okay now being yeah. single it don't bother me like it used to you know yeah but uh i mean i hopeful and wishful that it'll happen one day but i know now what i expect from them right and you you know when things are starting to go left as soon as as soon as that little red light come on you're like i go that way way. i don't know (laughs) but then you know what i've always had it's so hard to get people to let go of me yeah they don't want to let go of me i don't mind Mm. I block you. Men don't yeah. even take blocking serious no more. <laughs> <laughs> they found another oh, way. To get I, she just she just playing hard to get. I'm like, you're not. 
I see you block me. Yes, for a reason. <laughs> okay, you you serious, sir? You you still gonna try to talk to me after I blocked you? <laughs> I blocked you, and you still reach. I say, you know what? That's why I say I'm gonna change my number. I'd had this phone number too long. That's what it is. Yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> I had the phone number since Katrina. It's time for a new number because this don't make no sense. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I tell you what, a new number give make give you a new life. I did that one Ooh. time. It is overdue. Yeah, when I went through my second divorce, and I knew the only way I was gonna be able to cut clean away from him was to get a whole new number. Mm -hmm. And I did it, and then I started to sleep good at night because mm -hmm. I didn't have to worry about in the middle of the night getting that text or getting that phone call. I knew he couldn't call me, mm -hmm. so I, was, I started getting me some good risks. Mm -hmm. I see you blocking <laughs> Yeah, I blocked you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want you to... I'm going to bring Raquel out, and I'm, I'm going to have all you ladies out together, and then we can do a... a uh, a round table discussion with all the ladies. All right. Mm. Thank you so much, Q. You're welcome. I'm gonna put you on mute when I bring Quack Raquel out. All right. Miss Raquel Carter, how you doing today, honey? I'm doing good, and you? Good. Thank you for joining us today. Yes. Thank you for having me. Well, we want we want you to share with us your part in the in the unbroken anthology. Kind of tell us mm -hmm. what made you want to, you know, finally come out and share your story with the world. I basically just wanted to tell my story to inspire other women to let them know you don't have to settle just because you want to be secure, you know, just for or whatever the case may be. You don't have to be in a toxic relationship, you know, um, just because you don't want to be alone. Right. So bring us back to, you know, I, I you, you said your story, your relationship started out good. And then at one point it just went bad. What was that it first moment? Ma'am. Go ahead. What was you saying? It it wasn't it wasn't that it was all good in the beginning. Like I seen signs or whatever because like every time I would come home five minutes, seven minutes late, it was always an argument with him or whatever. Wow. Um so it never was, you know, uh, wh where you been? Who how's you stop by? Where you just coming from? I'm coming from work, something that you don't do. Um, so it was always, um, it, yeah, he, he, he didn't really work. And, and if he did work, he mm. wasn't helping me pay the bills. So I really settled mm. for, for nothing. You know, he wasn't a provider right. or whatever. Anyway, um, it didn't start out all that good or whatever. Um, I mean, it was, it was awful to me. It was crazy. It was just awful. So what what was going through your mind at that time? What made you hang on for as long as you did? Just because I 
because I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to be by myself. Um, <clears throat> like just for security. Like I wanted something that I knew he couldn't give me. You know, yeah. um, and I had to realize later, you know, a man can't secure you. He cannot give you. First of all, he didn't even know what it was. So I knew he couldn't give it to me, but I was still just there. Just, just there. Exactly. Hoping and praying that it might change. Yeah, but I kind of knew it wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw that in you know in the book. Hey, you were trying to get him to go to church and trying to you know really kind of push him in the direction. Did you feel like maybe you know, hey, we've got a, a long-standing relationship. Maybe I can mold him into what I need him to be as a man. That's what I was hoping for, but um. It didn't happen. Once I stopped asking him to go to church, then he wanted to come to church. Oh, I should have come now. I'm kind of like over the whole relationship. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I can feel you on that. I've been there, done that. I had the same, I had the same syndrome where. I was always attracting guys who I felt like I can mold them or fix them into who I wanted them to be, um, you know, and, and stick around and, you know, take take a bunch of disrespect, take a bunch of lies, take a bunch of um, mental abuse, emotional abuse, cheating, um, you know, trying to hold on to hope that one day, Poof, he gonna change into that prince that I've been wanting. And during that whole time, while I'm trying to build him up into something, I'm tearing myself down more. I'm losing myself. And I'm getting to the point where I'm losing my mind as well. So did you go did you go through any point where you felt like you were like losing it mentally? Not really. Um, I wouldn't say that I was losing it. You know, I was really ashamed. Nobody really knew what I was going through. My mom knew a couple, a couple of the times we had a fight or whatever. My best friend knew, but nobody else really, really knew or whatever. And like, I wouldn't even attempt to even go nowhere without him because I already knew what it was going to be. So I just, I'm kind of like a puppy, just a puppy sniffing up under you. That's pretty much how it was with us. Everywhere he went, I went. Everywhere I went, he went. So we were never like not with, you know, one another because it was always an argument coming behind it. Yeah. I applaud y'all ladies for doing it. Yes. My mom, I remember my mom telling me stories about the physical abuse that she went through with my dad. I don't. I was young enough where I don't really remember it myself, but listening to her tell some of the stories about it, just growing up, um, when I did start to date and stuff, it was always in the back of my mind that I would never, ever let a man hit me. But while I was focusing on that, I was missing all the other abuse that I was taking and putting up with. I think we lost Keith. Yeah, we might have. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was looking at it. 
But yeah, I mean, I, I, I wonder sometimes that, you know, and, and this is, you know, in this book, we, we focus on the ladies, but I think in any relationship in general, you know, I think we, we find a lot of times we look for that ideal person. And sometimes we'll find people that have one or two of those qualities. And then we try to, you know, latch on to them. And for example, you find somebody who's, you know, tall and handsome and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to latch on to that. He mm -hmm. might be, you know, a little ill-tempered or whatever, but I can fix that. I can fix that. And mm -hmm. you end up sitting there trying to mold the blessing that God is going to send to us. You mm -hmm. know, try to make it on our own, you know, and nine times out of ten, that turns out badly, unfortunately. And and, and, and reading the book, it seems like all, you know, all of your stories that I read in the book have that similar narrative going on. Mm -hmm. So tell me kind Trying of to build how, a bear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and as far as being in, in a physical abusive relationship when a guy is actually putting his hands on you, how did you handle whenever because I know some of that stuff would leave scars either on your face or on your body? How were you able to hide that from friends and family? Uh, most times I fought back um, several times because I just got to him hitting on me. And so I know, um, I mean, we one time he hit me and my, and my eye just punched me, bam, dead in the eye. Didn't even see it coming. And my eye was so swollen that I had to stay at, at his house for three days so that it'll go down because I didn't want my um, youngest child to see me like that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And then I didn't want to go, um, you know, around my mom and mm -hmm. answer all the questions. So Mac make up for me. Um, I mean, but I also DDT'd him and broke his foot and was that right? <laughs> Maybe not. But <laughs> at the time, I didn't care because he had to show me instead of dang old uh, drawers. So, you know, I watched wrestling. <laughs> wait, wait, I was going to say, wait a minute. And, um, you know, and I left him there on the sofa for two days. Wait, I was going to say that. Wait a minute. We're not going to just gloss over the fact that you DDT'd <laughs> this dude <laughs> broke your foot. You know, you had to been watching some old school Jake the Snake Roberts. You have to <laughs> really be in the wrestling. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm from I'm from the town of uh Sean Cole Rock. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> 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 so in other words, this relationship. I mean, you, I mean, this, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, really, really escalated. It got so bad to the point this dude was across the street from my house in the bushes lurking every time I pulled up to my house, or if I would leave my house. 
he would like he would come see his daughter right middle of the daytime but i learned later that he was unlocking my windows coming back in my house while i'm gone taking little things or um or one time he came in through the window and i was with someone else and he didn't even care wow I remember that. I remember that. I remember that in the book. I was like, girl, I would have been oh so girl. So I'm in my bed. And and and, and see somebody. Ooh. (laughs) So that was my question. I was was gonna have for you. Oh the Ephesus. So what did the dude do? So what did the guy do that's laying next to him? Right. Like, you know, he said a couple cuss words when he woke up. <laughs> and he was like, yo. And I was like, sorry, this is my baby daddy. It's crazy. It's just going to be best if you just go ahead and leave because he's not going to leave. <laughs> Girl, I mean, like, you can't make this up like <laughs> right. No, like, you can't make that up. You just can't. They crazy. Another type of craziness sometimes. It, 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 yes. It's a lot. It becomes a lot. Yeah. So I remember when he found And then when you're telling your friends. So I asked all your ladies, Q, have you ever had to like hide scars on your body from friends and family? Oh, girl, when he broke my nose, I had Ooh. to tell people I was in the car wreck. Ooh. I was working at Foot Locker and I had to wear the thing on my nose because I was all bruised up and stuff. From And it was like, girl, what happened? I said, girl. I had a fender bender. Now I know these people are looking at me crazy because y'all got to see that ain't nothing wrong with my car. <laughs> right, right. Now how old? I, oh I my goodness! I remember that story from the book. How old was your child during that time? Because I, I, I you know, I remember reading that your child was literally like knocked from your arms on the ground. You had to pick up. How he was, old? I don't even think he might have been one, if one, or um, maybe had just made one. So he was, you know, still on baby or whatever. Yeah, and it was like we get out. I'm getting out the car, getting the diaper bag. He on my hip, and he looking at me like, well, "Where you going? Uh, I'm going in my house, my mama house right here. Go go to bed. We are you ready for bed? Yeah. Oh, I thought you was coming. No, you said you wanted to spend time with your child, but you couldn't do it without me. It wasn't gonna work. You know, I don't know. How to, mama had to go too. But right. I don't know because you know we had a nice, you know, little evening dinner in the movie. That's cool. But that's the type of stuff he would do to try to. Mm-hmm. It would yes, be. Yeah. The, yeah. He'll come home with jewelry, this and that, and then I'm like, okay, and and you, you don't realize it then that it's a pattern, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was literally, and and that would be the thing. He wouldn't say anything. He 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 would just he walked up to me calmly, like he was gonna help me. Like here, let me hold the bag for you, wife. No, this Negro reached back and punched me like I was a whole dude. Oh, girl. I don't know. I don't know. My nose is sitting over here. Oh, wow. Wow. 
you just you just don't you can't it's hard to grasp and it's hard to think like oh well cj you so strong or you i see you all the time girl you always doing your thing you know like how could it be you you know but to me women i think at least eight out of 10 women have been toxic relationship but don't want to uh, label it as stick violence simply you know your man might come home cussing you out every day talking about you every day she right. you every day since that's emotional abuse yeah that's that's <laughs> you know what I i'm saying say the verbal, that's the verbal, verbal abuse, abuse. Is, is bad it's just as bad as the physical the verbal abuse because i was told i wasn't nothing yep. I was saying, you ain't nothing yep. i don't know what you're going to school for my job your, your job ain't nothing it was just it was nothing ever right about me after a while i remember he used to come on girl he would tear up my schoolwork, homework textbooks wow. he, didn't, he did not want me going to school because if i was at school oh you were around there doing stuff you know, doing and da, da, da. girl he used to spend my used to work a full locker cj I don't know if you remember. That's been many, many moons ago. He would sit out when the mall was closed. I do remember. He would sit outside the gate because he thought me and Ed had a relationship going. Oh, wow. Yep. So he I'm like, what? You got to come watch me at work. Wow. <laughs> Crazy, girl. Crazy. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, know, I, I, that's, I, that's, that's I thought that's uh, I thought wrote a book on my own. Yeah, they manipulative. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole scenario with people giving that verbal, <laughs> you got that, that, that level of control that they try to try to exert over you. You mm -hmm. know, in those scenarios, a lot of people don't realize that verbal abuse can be just as bad, if not worse. It is. Than, than it, is. Abuse. it is. You know, because when you get when you get physically abused, those scars sometimes will heal. A lot mm -hmm. of times with verbal abuse, you know, there's no there's no brace you can put on yeah. that. You yeah. know, there's no 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 ointment you can put on that verbal abuse that you get. And and what was so funny yeah, is that um, Yeah. His mother was I, I didn't know it right away. His mother his, his dad beat his mom. So mm -hmm. in her mind she wanted me. She would. She wanted me to be with him, and she would tell me things like, "Well, you don't have, don't go over there by your mama. If he do that, just call me. I'm gonna come get y'all." Like, oh wow! She enabled. She was an enabler. With I'm like, and I couldn't get her to understand until I realized and found out that she actually her husband was uh, verbally abusive to her too. So it right. made you know it made more sense now why. You know, she maneuvered me, mm -hmm. manipulated me, and maneuvered me in the way that she did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at, and even right now, he is still an abuser. He is still an abuser right now. The woman he with now, uh, you know, I saw it last night her arm was all wrapped. Time I see it, she got a black eye wrapped up. Um, or she she stays in uh next door to a friend of mine, and she'll call her. They even took him to jail. I was say like, he back and forth in jail, and it's always behind. Domestic, either drugs or domestic abuse. So he ain't changed. That's scary. I know. To me, yeah, like if they keep, if they keep going at that rate, if they mm -hmm. keep going at that rate, they, they're gonna eventually kill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what's well, the scary woman. That's because the weaker woman. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that now that you mentioned the scenario with his mom, it sounds like, you know, we, we talked about generational curses one time, yep. you know, yep. on, on our show. And it sounds like this is almost like a toxic behavior that now, you know, because maybe his mom didn't deal with it, Man. stand up to it and everything. Now it's well, passed on to her kids. Well, yeah. well, she has a lot. She she dealt with rape from a, a dad as a child. She has her own demons that she's battled. And then you marry a, a relate into a relationship where you deal with that. And it's like your children have so many issues that they just it just it just like you keep going and going and going and going and going. Yeah. You know? But we don't want to stop and acknowledge it and just mm-hmm. deal with it. It's, you know, that's her thing. She don't want you. She don't want to be. She likes to have this image. I'm the holy woman image. Yeah, that that image. Mm-hmm. There ain't that nothing is. wrong with my life, and I don't need you to put my business out there. Because when I snapped back at her when they was mad at me, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, you know, I told them all they dirty secrets. I mean, you act like people don't know. I mean, nobody gonna put on the billboard, but I mean, you know. Yeah. Yep. And this is so crazy. Bad. That's sad, especially and, and, and like I said, I, I hate to harp on the you know the the black community, but especially in our community, we have a tendency we we do embrace images and imagery, and we like to at least look good. I, I, I shared a story a few weeks back about a girl that I dated a long time ago, whose mom and dad they slept in you know separate rooms for twenty years. You know, they had their little friends on the side and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, they stayed in the same house and they tried to make it, you know, portray the image of a happy family, mm-hmm. you know, just to, you know, look good in front of other people. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, in a scenario like the one that you were in, um, it, it, it sucks because now, like I said, now that normalizes, you know, that type of behavior for her son. So now her son is an abuser, mm-hmm. you know. It's a good chance, and I, I don't want to wish bad on anybody, but if this is the type of behavior that his kids see, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, without any intervention, it may go along the same path. Yeah. And, the, and my son, well, my oldest son, he handles his father. It's so funny. You would think he's the daddy. <laughs> because that's the type of, that's their nature of their relationship. You mm-hmm. know, because my oldest, he's for so long tried to make a relationship and keep a connected relationship with him. And he's been disappointed by him. So now you want all this respect from him, but you ain't earned it. You know, and my middle son, he don't really fool with him at all. And it ain't never that I ever said, hey, son, don't talk to you. That He's just like, mm-mm. Yeah. And I let him make his choice. So he does. It, it can be generational like that. You see that? Yeah, yeah. All right. So before we finish our um our discussion, I have one small business highlight to do. Let's see. We have. We got. Let me take the banner down. All right, so we have Miss Tiffany Franklin, who is the owner and CEO of T Monique Naturals. It's a non-toxic natural hair products line. 
Um, she is based right here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. She is a local small business owner, T Monique Naturals by Tiffany Franklin. If you want to try her products, you can reach her or you can um, visit her website, which is www.tmoniquenaturals.com. Or you can email her at customer service at tmoniquesnaturals.com. And I've seen some of her advertisements on, on social media and the hair growth. She showed a before yes. picture and an after picture of using her products and all of the hair growth that she's gotten. So these, these beautiful black queens out here are they're starting mm. their businesses. They're not playing around with y'all. Right, right, right. <laughs> they're you know not letting Corona stop nothing. Mm. Yep. Right. It, you know, normally, time. I would always ask about, hey, do y'all make products for the beard? But I'm not even going to go there this time. So here's the thing. A lot of times in the black community, we 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 contribute to you know uh, like the Vidal Sassoons and all these different like parent companies or whatever. And there are some black owned businesses that people do you know push their business towards. I think especially for everybody in Louisiana and that Baton Rouge area, look, start investing in some of the local businesses in that area. Her products are good. She's got testimonials. She's got things that are, you know, that it can show results on the website. And it's a local business. You know, I think that's a great thing about it. You know, start planning into some of these local businesses. You know, it's, it's awesome. I mean, they're doing a great job down there. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love the new movement that we're actually, you know, we're 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 learning from all of these other cultures who keep their money in their own, you know, um, communities and they yes, recycle their money back in their own neighborhoods and their communities. So that's what we need to start doing because the black dollar is the most powerful force to this economy. We spend the most money with everybody else. Yeah. If we spent that money within our own communities. Mm -hmm. yeah. We yes. ain't even going yeah. We're gonna surpass Black oh, yeah. Wall Street. <laughs> Black Wall Street ain't got nothing on what we can do now. No, girl, I went to the you know set up at the UMX yesterday at the Heritage Center again, and I yeah. was like, "Good Jesus, I can make it money, but I'm going to spend it right back." Because you just and that's all you're doing is recycling. <laughs> that's what I do right. those vendors. Yeah, I'm always spinning. Spin it right yeah. back. Spin it right yeah. back. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. As yeah. long as you're there, benefit the rest of your community, keep circulating it. Keep that yeah. thing yep. going. You know? Yeah, I love it. Yes. So tell us, ladies, where, where can everybody find the book? Give me the um give me y'all personalized websites. So they can actually go and purchase the book from y'all. Okay. Um, you can go to my website. It's going to be my name, chastityjohn-wallace.com. Give it to me again. And it's going to be chastityjackson-wallace.com. Mm. And you oh, can uh, follow me on Facebook. Yes, yeah, just my name. All right, so I'm gonna put that on the screen so everybody can 
actually see how they can purchase the book from you and get Thank it you. personally autographed. Oh, so if y'all want your book, if you want your book personally autographed from Chastity, that is her website. Go check her out. And I'm yes. also going to get, let me go ahead and get Miss Q Anna's website. What's Girl, your website? <laughs> Chance oh, is, it, is it the same thing, my name? <laughs> it's yours yeah, just like her? Probably be, uh, I think it's the same thing. Oh, it's probably to be payhip.com slash, I think it's Q Anna. Let me see. Payhip.com slash this girl right here. <laughs> Y'all don't know. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. You was right, Chance. <laughs> so, so it's payhip.com. I know. Slash. And my name, Q I A N A. Mm -hmm. Smith, S-M-I-T-H. right, now. Let me get that up there. And they can go to my page. Yeah, I got you, Q. See that girl? I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Snapchat. But I'm not on Twitter. I don't do Twitter. Mm. I got another distractions right there. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I and know, every time yeah. they come out with something, Every time they come out with something new, I be like, I I don't even have TikTok because I'm like, my, my kids put on there. I'm like, I don't know why I put them on. Unfortunately, I have TikTok. Yeah, that's just as addictive for me. I sent Erica about two or three things from TikTok today. <laughs> Every time you send me, anytime you send me something to TikTok, I have to actually go to the internet to look at it because I don't have the app. <laughs> hey, Raquel, we got Me you neither. back in. Me neither. Can you hear us? Yeah, she might not be. I don't see you. She, done, she froze again. Yeah, she froze up again. Yeah, I think she was having some issues with a tablet. She said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at least she froze in a cute pose. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, that's another, another cute pose freeze. Look. <laughs> she was able to whip the she, hair on that one on the end. Baby, she over there doing, she doing a RuPaul pose. <laughs> pose. <laughs> Pose. Right. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> exactly. Well, all I know is y'all whenever you come to dope discussions, you is gonna have some fun and some laughs. That's what it's yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Y'all should see oh, me when yeah. I ain't covered. I'm not looking cute. I really be don't care. I don't care at all then. <laughs> All right, so we're coming to the end. We can go ahead and do our drawing for the. For, I think we only had what one for the T-shirt. We only had one for the T-shirt, and we only had one for the, the mug. Now, okay, I will say this: I I did start a separate watch party, and in my okay. watch party, I had four, well, three people, 
in my watch party here that, you know, well, only one actually put a one. Okay. So we'll go ahead and put them down. And all right. So this makes the odds real simple. <laughs> so yeah, it I makes it real, real easy here. I can tell you who got the mug right now. <laughs> so <laughs> Cassie Watkins. Dishwasher safe and eco friendly. All right. So, next time you're sipping on some tea, think of me. Exactly. So I'll oh, put my I'll, I'll be getting it in the bucket and I'll go and pull out. Congratulations, Missy Anthony. Missy Anthony, you are the winner of a Dope Discussions t-shirt. Yes. By Erica. Now, yes. Have merchandise from one of the hottest podcasts hey, in the country. <laughs> <laughs> now available in right. black and Oxblood ah. black. Oxblood black. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Congratulations <laughs> to all of our winners today. All right, I was able to get Raquel. Raquel, we got your uh, website scrolling on the bottom. So anybody you want to purchase a copy of Unbroken from Raquel, that is her website on the bottom of the screen. You can get it personally autographed from these beautiful ladies. Again, I want to show y'all the photo of the book. So when you see it, you know where to go, where to order it. And I thank y'all ladies so much for joining us today and sharing y'all yes. stories with us. No, anytime, anytime. It was a pleasure having y'all. Always it a was, pleasure. It was definitely the a pleasure. Yes, yes. Hometown flavor. Well, you know, I'm over here in Atlanta, so I'm just soaking up all of the, the good Louisiana. You know, southern juices, southern juices, yeah, marinade, exactly. I'm marinated, life is great. <laughs> all right, thank you to all the viewers and listeners all for tuning in today for another dope discussion. And y'all enjoy the rest of y'all Sunday. All right, so go take me a little nap. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, y'all. Good night, y'all.